Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Well, hello there. Joel Brzezinski here and Mike Kapler, the Growing in Grace podcast, a weekly podcast found here at growingingrace.org. You can also basically find us wherever you um, find your podcasts, uh, your favorite podcasting apps and all that. So we're thankful that you've tuned in to listen. We're doing a series here, something that is somewhat controversial. Some people have very strong opinions one way or another. We understand that and like we talked about a week or two ago, you know, sometimes in our earlier days, we might have felt like we were maybe walking on eggshells, sharing certain things, but we've kind of grown to be a little more blunt with things. And the bluntness isn't meant as an insult. It isn't meant to say, ha, what we believe is better than what you believe. It's just meant to say we strongly, firmly believe certain things, and we're not going to be ashamed to share them. That's where we're at with a lot of this stuff. I've been studying personally, you know, the, the tithing stuff for 20, 25 years, because it's it was a teaching that really put me into bondage as a young Christian. And I know that it puts many other people into bondage. Uh, I was told to tithe. I was taught that and by tithing, give 10% of your income to a church. And so I was doing that, and my cupboards were bare, and I could barely make it by with food. I always managed to have something, but I would also have to go, a lot of that had to do with, and my wife reminds me of this, because we were young, and this is before we were married, but I would end up over at her place with all our friends, and I would eat there. I would have to find other places to eat, because I didn't have enough food for myself. And the windows of heaven were not opening for me, (laughs) in the way that it was taught. You know, Malachi says, you know, God says the windows of, he'll open the windows of heaven so much you won't be able to contain all the blessings. Well, I, it wasn't working for me the way that it was taught. And as we did share previously, that windows of heaven thing had to do with rain, God providing rain for the crops so that they would be able to have enough crops to feed themselves and the Levites, which is what they were meant to feed. It was all about food. And I didn't have enough food because I was giving 10% of my income (laughs) to a church. I was a poor young guy. Uh, So anyway, I know a lot of other people are in bondage to this. And so that's why this is on my heart so much to share this stuff. Be free to give. You know, we're going to talk about giving in the weeks to come. Uh, We're focusing more on these tithing verses that people take out of context, but do feel free to give. It doesn't have to be financially. You can give in lots of different ways. Uh, You can give of your time, of your talents, and in all kinds of ways. But right now, we're focusing on um, some of these verses that get taken way out of context in order to teach this so-called principle of tithing in the New Covenant Church when um, the Scriptures do not make that case at all. I think sometimes the most common arguments for the tithe, and by tithe, by church modern-day standards, it's defined as giving 10% of your income to a church or to to something. Uh, might be the TV guy, you know, the TV minister or, or whoever, the Christian radio station. I mean, whatever you think you want to put it into, you think 10% of your money, your income, is a tithe. That's not what a tithe is defined as, and we covered that in our first uh, couple of programs on this series over the last couple of weeks. But uh, one of the arguments that people will try to make in favor of 
giving 10% of all your money is Jesus. Jesus told us we should tithe. How many times have you heard that before? <laughs> Jesus told us this. Jesus told us that. When many times Jesus wasn't talking to us in the new covenant at all. Sometimes there are things that Jesus alluded to referring to the new covenant. But remember, when Jesus was walking the earth, he was born of a woman, born under the law, the Bible says. And the law was still in place. The Mosaic law was still in effect. And it was only in effect for the Jewish people. That's who the covenant was made with that contained that law. But in Matthew 23, Jesus is railing on the Pharisees, pointing out their consistent hypocrisies in, in uh, various areas. And, and he says, woe to you, scribes and, and Pharisees, hypocrites. You'll tithe down to the flake of a spice. Um, I'm putting that in my words here, you know, mint, dill. You'll tithe down to the, to, the, to the final seed, the final flake of a spice, but then you neglect the weightier matters of the law, you know, like mercy, justice, faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. So there you have it. Jesus told us to tithe. He told it to the Pharisees right there. Um, but again, the Pharisees were still under the law. And if you look through the rest of Matthew 23, if you're going to apply that, to New Covenant Christianity today, what Jesus said there about tithing when he was talking to the Pharisees. If you're going to apply that to us today, then you should apply the rest of the things that Jesus said throughout that chapter to the Pharisees, including some of the things about how to sacrifice and offerings and all of that. I mean, why don't we apply that stuff to Christianity? Um, we don't because it just doesn't fit anymore, right? So there you have it. Jesus was trying to point some things out to these Pharisees, and he, in passing, he mentioned how they would tithe down to the final flake of a spice. And the point here is even Jesus, when referring to the tithe, was referring to food, as we talked about over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. See, this is why Jesus brought all of this up to them. He wasn't teaching them to tithe. Under the law, they knew the tithing laws, but one of the things that the Pharisees were known for is doing things outwardly to be seen by other people. But inwardly, Jesus called them whitewashed tombs uh, who appeared clean from outward standards, but were really, and he said they were full of dead men's bones and uncleanness on the inside. So from their outward appearances, including bringing all these little, you know, all these ties that you were just talking about. They could be seen by everybody, and they looked clean. But their negligence in all these other matters of the law showed Jesus that they were really only self-righteous hypocrites. And so he was calling them out on their hypocrisy. He wasn't teaching Christians to tithe. He was calling out these Pharisees who were these big law teachers. He was calling them out on saying one thing and doing another, basically. And so that whole thing, it's in, and I think you brought out, it's in Matthew 23, is also, you can also find it in Luke 11, 42, nothing to do with a Christian teaching, nothing to do with teaching Christians to tithe, but showing those people who were under the law that they weren't even following the law, that they were touting. And so, and, and there's another uh, example here in the new, in, where Jesus brought up the tithe, because I heard one of these TV teachers one time saying, Jesus taught the tithe. You know, like what you were saying is Jesus taught the tithe, and so we should not neglect what Jesus taught. So he taught that, or he shared those things with the Pharisees, and also he gave this parable in Luke 18, 
In Luke 18, Jesus spoke this parable, quote, to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. <laughs> That's Luke 18, 9. You can read the full parable there, but basically it's showing that the Pharisee who faithfully tithed in this parable is not the one who, who was justified. Jesus asked, which of these people went away justified? The one who said, look at me. I'm glad I'm not like that other guy, that sinner over there. I tithe. I do all these wonderful things. Well, he's the one that didn't go away justified because it had nothing to do with that. It had to do with you know, the other person standing there saying, sorry, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sinner. And uh, he's the one that it, it admitted that he had a problem. The Pharisee is the one who was self-righteous and self-righteousness will not earn you any points with God, will not justify you at all. <laughs> so though there's some of the teachings from Jesus or some of the things that Jesus taught about tithing. We had mentioned Abraham. I don't know if you have anything else to say about Jesus and his teachings. Oh, I, I have nothing else to say about Jesus. But... <laughs> well, fine, then. We can just close shop what do you right think here. This is? Um, I, I would add to that, Joel, is that, I mean, if this is where the legalists want to plant their tithing flag here in Matthew 23, then we should all start preparing to bring uh, mint, dill, and yeah. other foods <laughs> right. uh, to the church, if that's, you know, because that's what Jesus was referencing, which is what the Old Covenant was referencing. It was all about food for the Levitical tribe, the priestly tribe. And and I think, uh, you know, just to, a little side note here, when, when Jesus talked about, let me see, I'm looking for it here. Um, yeah, Jesus said, you, you neglected the weightier matters of the law which included justice, mercy, and faithfulness. And those sound like good things, right? But under the law, they were burdensome. That's what weightier means. It means burdensome. The law was burdensome. Even those things were burdensome under the law. And yet we find out from John's first epistle, when he was writing to uh, some of the believers, um, he said that God's commandments were not burdensome. It's the same Greek word that Jesus used. So did they have a difference of opinion? Jesus said the law is burdensome. John said it's not. The commandments of God are not burdensome. Well, there's just two different covenants in play here. You know, Jesus was referencing what was going on under the Mosaic law. And John was looking back here after the cross saying that the commandments of God are, are not burdensome. They're not talking about the same commandments. For one thing, there's two different covenants in play. And so, the, again, the, the, the legalists will argue that Jesus said the, Pharisee, the, Pharisee, the, Pharisees, <laughs> the Pharisees should still tithe as well. But again, that's at a time when the law was still in effect, and the tithe was part of that law. We're no longer under the law. Right, exactly. The tithing that was brought up in Malachi, the tithing that's brought up by Jesus, and in other various places in the Old Covenant, they all had to do with the law, referring back to those laws that were previously given. Laws had previously been given, and people were not following them, and so they were being rebuked, or they were being exhorted, or for, or for whatever reason, people under the law were being told to do what is under the law. As believers in Christ, we're not under the law. We're under grace. Um, and so I guess, you know, with very little time left this week, but that might bring us back to Abraham, who was before the law. So Abraham tithed before the law. So we, sh we should do that. Well, we talked a little bit about him last week, and he's also brought up in Hebrews. And here's the thing about Hebrews. 
we just did a series, basically the first part of this year, almost the first half of 2020, we did a series on the book of Hebrews. And we would have mentioned Abraham and Melchizedek, uh, which is what a Hebrew 7 is about. Let's just, I'll just set this up and we can get into it next week maybe. The writer is trying to make a case in Hebrews that the Levitical priesthood is done away with, that the old covenant is done away with. And why is it done away with? Because Jesus is superior to all of it. Jesus, the ministry of Jesus, the priesthood of Jesus. He calls Jesus the high priest. And the ministry of Jesus does away with the old covenant. He has to prove to these people, to these Hebrew people, that Jesus is superior to the old covenant and the Levite priesthood. And so he talks about Abraham and Melchizedek. He doesn't bring up Abraham's tithe in Hebrews 7 to teach tithing. He brings up Melchizedek and Abraham, Abraham tithing, giving a tithe to Melchizedek to show that Melchizedek is greater than Abraham. Jesus is high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. So Jesus is greater than Abraham. The Levites came from Abraham. That means Jesus is greater than the Levites. So we'll get into that more next week right here on Growing in Grace. And also, this issue of the storehouse. Is today's church the storehouse? Some people preach that it is. Totally twisting the scriptures. So that and more coming up next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.